Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. God damn, I missed this shit. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. God damn, it's been a minute. Been a minute, man. A month plus, my nigga. <clears throat> yeah. That COVID, I mean, you know, everybody good. We uh no not sick, you know, ain't nobody getting sick. It was time to get back to business. Almost everybody in townhouse media survived the, the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas always getting me in trouble, man. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Nah, nah, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, every everybody's good. Everybody kids is good. My whole thing was, you know, uh where I worked at, there was a couple cases, even more cases after that, those cases. And I'm just like, man, I you know, a majority of people under the under the umbrella have kids and that's that's what it was all about. I didn't yeah. wanna I didn't want that on my hands to get the kids sick because you don't know how this shit affect uh people's body. So yeah. everybody kid is good. Yeah. Uh everybody at my job is good. I'm good. I'm real careful how I maneuver out here in these streets. So it was time to get back. Hell yeah, nigga. Y'all y'all seen me, nigga. I've been recording from the Grinding. motherfucking boom boom room, nigga. I ain't grinding, ain't missed a step. Hell no, nah, nigga. But what's technology about? You can man. do it and hey nigga, I'm done. Bop, bop, bop. No excuses, nigga. That's the main shit. Like No excuses. That was some quiet ass bombs, nigga. That, that was firecrackers, my nigga. The bombs was quiet. <laughs> hey. That's cause, you know, at first we used to play the music from the old the old computer. And so I had a song loaded in there. But it's loaded in the pad now, so the sound effect is gonna be the same amount as the music. So if I hit the bomb now, yeah. I turn it up, the music gonna be loud as fuck. Yeah, I feel it. See, y'all see, nigga, quarantine. Everybody is getting back acclimated to, you know, slowly coming back into society and shit. Niggas getting back acclimated to coming into the studio and shit. So I'm just glad everybody could come back. You know, some people didn't, and you know. All good things must come to an end. No hard feelings on nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody gonna be better for everything that went on. Right. But um, how was your how's how's shit been treating you, brother? Man, it's it's been um it's been a roller coaster, man. And uh I don't know if people been listening to me on the past podcasts and shit, but I've just been like, you know, the COVID shit, a lot of people dealing with personal issues or personal demons that they've been ducking from or like I've been I've been battling up in this bitch, but I can say this though, like meeting these old demons, I feel like I feel like shit just lifted off of them, you know what I mean? So um, 
I mean, other than that, I mean, coming out this COVID shit, I was stressed one time. One time is when uh, I heard about it was a rumor about getting furloughed from the job. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, man, I, I I've been good, still working. You know, thank thank God. Yeah. You know, how about yourself? I've been great. <clears throat> like literally, I I've been like, man, this shit was dope. Like I was telling my wife, like nigga, I'm I'm like happy this shit happened. Like I've literally since I heard about the quarantine been excited. Yeah, I, and I mean from afar, like you know, I uh I gotta I gotta hold on, man. I gotta I gotta give you some uh, hand claps, man. Uh, even through the quarantine, my God. <laughs> hey, look, and, and for those that don't know me, that's listened to his show. Uh, I am Ben Ready. You know, I'm the overseer of the umbrella and even myself, you know, who had who had the, the flagship show didn't produce as much as this guy did. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, that shit most definitely um, w- w- was dope to see. And I, I, I'm sitting back like, damn, my, n- my nigga killing that shit every week, even if, you know, whether whether the kids was there or a nigga had the the the, the, uh, the oldies in the back, the new shit in the back. It, it, it happened. And still Volume was producing, score, nigga. Allen Iverson. and was still producing dope ass shows. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta thank you one more time, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's, it's yeah. highly appreciated. Yeah. Shout out to all the, the new listeners. That's like, damn, where this nigga at now, nigga? I'm at the old spot, nigga. This <laughs> this is where I'm supposed to be at, nigga. The boom boom room is the new shit. So yeah, man. It'll be a. It, the boom, boom when they room. hear it, they for sure gonna be like, "Damn!" But don't trip. In a minute, the, the boom boom room is gonna be the, on the same level. Yeah, you ain't even gonna be able to tell the difference. Yeah. Don't trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. I'm working on it. You know, slowly but surely. But yeah, man, quarantine been fucking cool, nigga. Like we've been saving a lot of money. We ain't had to take the kids to school. We saving money on that. Mm-hmm. Brownie ain't got to go to ballet. We saving money on that. So. It's been great, and as far as like the demons, you know, I whooped they ass a long time ago. So mm-hmm. shit, nigga, I've been chilling. I, I I spend very good times with myself, mm-hmm. other than jacking off, because mm. I suggest that too, nigga. When you by yourself, please yourself. Have fun with yourself. Love yourself. Hurt yourself. Yeah, if you're into that, you know. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't into painful shit, nigga. You know so. I'm I'm gentle with myself, <laughs> but uh, you know, just to start out with, with, with what's on the, the the timeline, the the news ticker, Joe Biden fucking blew it. If, if, if y'all heard the fucking you know the bonus of the cat versus dog episode a couple minutes ago, Joe Biden motherfucking blew it. I feel like he literally gave it away. He he gave the election away. Like for for you to say some dumb shit like that, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black, nigga. You, as a white man, cannot take nobody fucking black card away. And as you can tell, we are back in the trap. I, I kind of miss that shit. The ice cream truck, the corn man. We back in the hood with it, nigga. I love it. But anyway. Joe Biden fucked up. It, it, it's no white man has a place to tell black people what the fuck makes them black. Mm. Nigga, that is tone deaf. That is literally ignorant as fuck. 
And I feel like, nigga, you you not finna beat Trump by sounding as ignorant as Trump. You know, like I said on the last show, Trump is not an unintelligent man. As much as people hear him say shit and he mispronounces words or says shit in the wrong context and says things that are tone deaf, yes, he is an ignorant person, but he's not unintelligent. He's a very intelligent man. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be a fucking billionaire. You wouldn't be the president of the United States if you were stupid. It's easy to say he's stupid because he's ignorant. It's two different things. He's ignorant. He ain't fucking stupid. Facts. You not finna beat him, though, by sounding as ignorant as he is. Like, you don't beat nobody by stooping down to their fucking level. And Joe Biden, nigga, he, he's right down there in the mud with Trump, my nigga. Like, you not finna win a mud fight with a pig. And that's what he's trying to do, my nigga. And I feel, I feel like he, he just gave away the little bit of victory that he had. Like, Obama beat the Republicans by sounding like he was smarter than them. Most of the time when a Democrat wins the, the White House, it's because they sound smarter than the, the opponent. And in this case, he ain't sounding no smarter than Trump. And niggas in general is already looking toward, you know, if not the Republican Party, they just becoming a lot more independent with their vote. A lot of black people are becoming swing voters as opposed to what the Democrat Party is used to, which is all we got to do is go to their church and dance and they going to vote for us. All we got to do is relate to them and they going to... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Vote for us. All we got to say is we got hot sauce in our purse or, you know, some other goofy ass shit from some pop song that, you know, one of our interns told us black people are into. Like they, they used to love to just try to relate to us instead of coming with policy, instead of coming with tangibles. Like, nigga, we, we becoming a lot more politically savvy. Like if any of y'all been following this show from the beginning, episode one, politicking. You know, I've been talking about this shit. As black people, we need to be a lot more politically savvy. We need to be a lot more on it when it comes to who we vote for, what we voting about. Like, we need to be strategic with our votes. You know, in, in that episode, I talked a lot about the the speech by my hero, Malcolm X. You know, shout out to him. His birthday passed last week. Shout mm-hmm. out to Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. You know, his his speech, which is one of my favorite speeches ever, the ballot or the bullet. As black people, I feel like it should be required for all of us to see that speech and understand what he's talking about in its entirety. Nigga, we, we wouldn't be getting disrespected by the Democrats if more black people understood the context of what Malcolm X was talking about in that speech. Mm. Like, you know, Biden fucked up. Because if you black and you still looking at Biden like he's so much better than Trump, I'm looking at you wondering where your intelligence level at is, honestly. Because as much as niggas act like, oh, if you you vote for Trump, you a coon. I feel like if you vote for Biden, you a coon, my nigga. Because Biden openly slapped you in your face to the same degree that Trump slapped you in your face. 
So choosing one motherfucker to slap you in your face over another motherfucker to slap you in your face don't make you no smarter. Like you, you, you smarter because you got slapped with the left hand and he got slapped with the right hand. You both got slapped. Mm-hmm. So you ain't win shit. You don't look no smarter than the other motherfucker. Right. Because niggas like, oh, I, I would never vote for Trump. Like nigga, you know, like CJ said, you know, no disrespect, but it's like, if this nigga literally say I'm a bring back slavery, you rather vote for him than Trump? No. Like, oh, cause cause Trump is already trying to do that. He talked like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Like, uh, and again, when it comes to politics as black people, we need to take this shit a lot more serious. Like a lot of times we take shit like it's funny jokes and shit. Like, oh, he said grab him by the pussy, and it's like nigga, we we gravitate toward little dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like we we like to blow up little dumb shit. Oh, he said we should inject ourselves with bleach and we attach ourselves to little stupid shit. So we so busy looking at stupid shit, they passing laws and we ain't even notice that shit. They doing some big shit, we ain't even noticing that shit because we stuck on grabbing by the pussy and, you know, putting bleach in the syringe and all type of stupid ass shit. Like, I honestly feel like sometimes they sitting in a little room saying, okay, look, we're going to say this stupid ass shit and they going to be looking over here. And then this is where we're going to fuck them at over here because they too busy looking at this shit. Mm. And we keep falling. Nigga, we fall for the same fucking trick, nigga, every four years. Like, they always do that shit. And that's why I feel like the, the, the Democrat Party is disrespectful as fuck. It's funny. Like, race don't ever get brought up until it's time to get picked up. Yeah. To, you know, to vote. Yeah. And the thing is, nigga, like I, like I keep on telling niggas, you know, who, who consider themselves lifelong Democrats and stupid ass shit like that, my nigga. Like, what are they offering us that the Republican Party is not? Other than the look. Other than, I got hot sauce or... I can do the nay-nay, or I'm cool with rappers, or I listen to fucking ludicrous, or stupid shit. Yeah. They don't never offer the black community nothing tangible. It's always, oh, you should check my record. Uh, I started this program for black and brown. I started this program for, for uh, people who are locked up. I started this program for underserved, underprivileged communities. Nigga, we not all poor. We not all locked up. Nigga, we not even mixed with all this black and brown shit. We black, nigga. What about just black? Because when it come to Latinos, y'all say we got this Latino thing. When it come to the homosexuals, y'all say we got LGBTQ, nigga. Every other fucking group, y'all specifically say what tangible thing y'all gonna do for that fucking specific group. But when it come to black people, we gotta get lumped in with the poor people. We gotta get lumped in with fucking criminal reform. We got to get lumped in with all type of shit. Y'all niggas always get on this rising tide lifts all boats bullshit. But if our boat is at the bottom and the tide rises, we still at the fucking bottom. So why the fuck are we still falling for that same bullshit? You know, like I keep telling niggas, no, I'm not a fucking Democrat. No, I don't feel like Biden is better than Trump. I don't feel like none of these motherfuckers is better than Trump. What if Trump wins? I win too. I don't give a fuck who wins, I'm a win. No matter who's in office, I'm a win because I'm a motherfucking winner. Niggas need to get off that shit. The president ain't going to motherfucking save you. It ain't his fucking job to save you. It's his job to veto laws and look at shit and look cute for the rest of the motherfucking world. That's not that nigga's job to be your savior. You're not voting on your fuck. You ain't voting on Jesus versus fucking Buddha. 
nigga, you voting on, you voting on a motherfucker you want to drink a beer with versus a, a, another motherfucker that you don't really like that much. Like this shit ain't even all that motherfucking complicated. But you know, again, them them niggas hit you with the left hand or the right hand bullshit, and everybody fall for it. That shit dumb as fuck. Like I I, I rarely give a fuck who the president is because it it affects my life minimally. The only thing I really be like that'll really make me run to the polls is if I feel like this nigga going to put us in World War Three, or this nigga got a real fucked up policy right here. This nigga want to outlaw guns or some shit like that's some shit that's going to make me run to the polls. And this is as black people. This is how I feel we should vote. You should only vote if somebody compels you to vote. Other than locally. Locally, you should always vote locally. You should always pay attention to the issues because who your sheriff is directly affects you. Who your mayor is directly affects you. Who's the superintendent of your school directly affects your children. Mm -hmm. A lot of this shit that you should be voting on, that's the shit you need to be paying attention to. Fuck CNN. Nigga, you need to see who the motherfucking city councilman is. That's the reason you still got a pothole in the front of your fucking street. Them the motherfuckers you really need to be paying attention to on some real shit when you want to talk about politics. Voting locally is way more important than voting for the fucking president, my nigga. Voting for the president is like voting for a fucking king or a queen or some other goofy shit that don't really affect you like that. But just for the sake of fucking conversation, we just have these fucking debates literally just to be having them. Because a lot of times as black people, we don't get nothing tangible no fucking way. The Democrats ain't offering you niggas shit. Mm-hmm. Neither are the fucking Republicans But it's because we so fucking flim flam with our vote The Republicans don't even try Because they know no matter what they do We gonna vote Democrat any motherfucking way You yeah. know just to Just to pry the funny shit into this shit It's just like all them niggas who suck Michael Jordan dick all day It's literally nothing a person could do To say he better than Michael Jordan And they could come and win 11 championships In a row and for some reason Michael Jordan Still the GOAT like, this is how niggas are when it comes to politics. No matter what the Democrats do, we going to vote for them. Because they Democrats and they for black people and they for the poor and they looking out for, for us. And no, the fuck they but this, not. This is what we've taught to ourselves. And, e- and even even rappers, too. Especially from the 90s. Yeah. forty said it. Yeah. For the Democratic, what do you say? For the poor. For the poor. Yeah, exactly, my nigga. And that's what I'm saying. Like, niggas be wanting to just vote Democrat. Because my mama did it and my grandmama did it and, oh, you a Republican. You must be some kind of coon. No, I'm a nigga that pays attention to politics and what the what the Republicans are saying more closely aligns to what I got going on in my life. And that's the reason I vote Republican. Me, as of recent, no, I haven't wrote, voted Republican. I haven't voted for Trump. But at the same time, my nigga, like, I don't feel like Trump has done no worse than any other fucking president. As much as niggas try to throw him under the bus and say he's stupid and ignorant, goofy and all that whatever shit. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Personally, it, it don't affect me. My nigga, my check looked the same as it looked under Obama. So, no, like, I don't have no special place in my heart for no political party. My nigga, I'm an independent. You know, I vote based on what compels me to vote. And I feel like that's what all black people should do. If a candidate does not literally compel you to say, I want to vote for this person, then don't vote, my nigga. Quit being the Democrat Party's bitch. Because that's what you look like when no matter what these niggas say, no matter what the fuck they do, you st- they, they got your vote. That's the reason the Democrat Party is disrespectful to black people. Because they feel like, nigga, all we got to do is show up and they're going to vote for us. All we got to do is tell them we like them and they're going to vote for us. All we got to do is go on the fucking breakfast club and tell them we're going to do something for the black and the brown and the poor and the motherfucking locked up. Like, that's us. Nigga, I'm not poor by no fucking stretch. I'm not a fucking criminal. I'm not locked up. And I don't fall under the fucking black and brown and minority and all this other shit. Nigga, I'm a motherfucking black man, homie. Yeah, I'm light-skinned as a motherfucker. Yeah, I'm mixed. But I consider myself as black, nigga. I identify as black. So I'm not going with all that rainbow coalition shit, my nigga. What are you doing for black people? Where the fuck is our 40 acres and our goddamn mule at? Like... Nigga, and this is how the fuck I vote, my nigga. Like, I vote for what the fuck is good for me. Fuck what's good for everybody else. What you got for my ass. If you ain't got shit for me, I ain't got no vote for you, my nigga. I'd rather just sit it the fuck out and keep on doing what the fuck I've been doing, which is winning on my own. Fuck them. Fuck Biden and Trump. I ain't got nothing special for neither one of them motherfuckers because as far as I'm concerned, they two wings on the same bird. But anyway, off of that shit, lighten it on up. Another versus battle happened, one that I was very excited about. Bounty Killer versus motherfucking Beanie Man. That was a hell of a fucking battle, my nigga. That was that was a classic moment. Shout out to both of them motherfuckers. They actually was there in person in the flesh with each other. It was some real life uh I forgot what they called that shit. Damn, I fucking forgot. But it was basically like, nigga, the, the dance hall battles, how they used to do them motherfuckers in Jamaica. Them motherfuckers used to, you know, really get cracking, my nigga. Like, they would battle on the same beat and had a crowd rocking like a motherfucker. And that's what they did. You know, shout out to both them motherfuckers. I was rooting for Bounty Killer because I like his music a, a, a lot more. Beanie Man is more, you know, he got the songs for the girls. He got the songs that... Came to the United States and did very well. They charted high. You know, he do world tours and shit. You know, Beanie Man is a very popular artist in the United States. Like, he was one of the the architects of bringing dance hall to the United States. You know, shout out to him. But me personally, Bounty Killer speaks more to me. Like, that's the music that get me in my mold. Because everybody who know me personally and follow me on social media, niggas know I'm, I'm heavy in dance hall. Mm. That's my shit. So, nigga, I fuck with Bounty Killer heavy. Like, nigga, I put a post on uh, Instagram and fucking Facebook when the, the versus battles had started. And I had put, you know, uh, Vibes Cartel versus Bob Marley, 
which to a lot of motherfuckers they feel is sacrilegious because they look at Bob Marley as damn near a religious figure. But I feel like Vibes Cartel is better, my nigga. Like, I can't name five Bob Marley songs. I'm not a big Bob Marley fan. I'm not a reggae fan. Like, that shit is it's slow. It's, you know, it's cool and shit. But, nigga, I like that, that gangster shit. Like, Vibes Cartel got that gangster shit. So I fuck with Vibes. You know, world boss. That's my nigga. I fuck with Vibes heavy. But it was a hell of a battle. I feel like I feel like it was really a tie. If, if, if it was one of those... The culture one type shit. Mm-hmm. This was one of them motherfuckers. I feel like Dance Hall won in this shit because them both them niggas got crack and they lived up to the hype. It seemed like it wasn't even as heavily promoted, but they still did numbers. So you know, shout out to both them motherfuckers. That that was a hell of a battle. How you feel about uh, why why you in the verses the DMX and the Eminem joint? Or that that's what I think that's that may be next, but DMX said he wants Jay Z. And I don't I don't see Jay Z getting in there. I don't see that. I don't think so neither. But I think uh X versus Eminem, I I think it honestly is gonna go towards the better performance, really. Now I talked about this. I, I think I'm a I'm a big Eminem fan, but I don't think right now is the perfect time or the time that people uh dislike Eminem. Or you know the you know yeah, he it's, it's kind of cool this, to hate him right. So even when it comes to music, DMX music hit harder with black people. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, so I think that's in the, in this battle. If it happened, I think race will play a card. I mean, race will play a part, and it, it will lead to uh, DMX winning. Um, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, because like it's like this. A a lot of time, it just goes to the bigger, more memorable song. So like Eminem got songs that everybody knows. Like you know, I'm sure he might fuck around and play "My Name Is" just because it's a fucking smash hit. Um, The real Slim Shady, please stand up. Even though it's a goofy song, everybody fucks with it, and I think he gonna play a lot of the shit off the Marshall Mathers LP. I feel like he gonna pull a criminal out, um, cleaning out my closet till I collapse, uh, lose yourself. Like I feel like he got some shit that could fuck with DMX. Like they both have a a, a dark disposition with they fucking music. So I feel like it's gonna be a hell of a battle, and I'm not gonna give it to neither one. Like nigga, I feel like M could could pull the W out on that shit. Really? Yeah, because it's like this, my nigga. It's not like they gonna battle right now. It ain't like they gonna get on the stage and they gonna perform their songs. Because I feel like if they had to perform them, DMX will wrap circles around Eminem because Eminem is a technical rapper and he ain't hell of a performer. Right. But song for song, no, nah, nigga. I, I, I feel like him got some shit for him. Because mm. it, it ain't like it ain't like they gonna say play your last album. Like, nigga, they gonna play they big-ass hits, and Eminem got big-ass hits. Nigga, Eminem went diamonds, so... I, I feel like, nigga, Eminem, it's gonna be a hell of a battle. It's just gonna be one of those where it's gonna be niggas who gonna say DMX, and it's gonna be niggas who say Eminem. But I don't feel like it's gonna be no easy fucking walk in the park for neither one of them motherfuckers. Mm. I don't think neither one gonna win easy. Because Eminem do got a gang of smash hits, nigga, but DMX do got them songs that niggas feel. Because just like when with the uh, the Nelly versus um, Ludacris battle, yes, Nelly had bigger songs, 
But nigga, Luda had songs niggas felt more. He had better lyrics in a lot of those songs. So some of them songs that you thought was like, oh, this gonna be the this gonna be the one. And then you heard Luda shit like, nah, you know what? You know, Ride With Me was a big hit, but Move Bitch hit way harder. You know, so it's gonna be some shit like that. Like it, it's it's what it's song you play. Skills. Yeah, it's what song go against what song. Yeah. You know, because when niggas put the list, you know, like niggas put the hypothetical list. That's not how they're going to play them. You don't know what these niggas going to play. Eminem might fuck around and slip two or three rounds because he done threw one of them corny. Uh, and then Eminem play get at me, dog. Like, nigga, you already know how that round going to go, you know, and, and vice versa. Like DMX might play slip and fall and can't get up. And then Eminem come with Till I Collapse. And it's like, shit, sorry, D. Like, <laughs> we, we, funny. we wanted to fuck with you on that one. But nah, Till I Collapse got that one. So, like, you don't, you don't know. I, I can't honestly say neither one of them is just going to run away with the fucking battle. I feel like that motherfucker going to be close. You know, like I heard y'all say a gang of shit on no rules about them fucking battles. Like, some of the shit I agree with, a lot of the shit I didn't. Cause mm-hmm. I can't think of it like offhand which all battles y'all was talking about. Mm-hmm. But some of the motherfuckers, I was like, nigga, I wish I could have called in, boy. I wish I wasn't fucking sleep when them niggas recorded this show. Cause I for sure would have called in on some of that shit. Cause I'm like, nigga, y'all niggas tripping. And I think that was part of it. Like the you saying that DMX would nah, he ain't gonna smoke him in then. He, he, even in a room full of pro black niggas, he ain't gonna smoke him in then. Because know, nigga, but between <clears throat> let me say ninety eight and two thousand two, it wasn't cool to not like Eminem. So he gonna play a lot of shit from that era, just like DMX is. And in that era, yeah. it was cool to like Eminem. Facts. So nigga, he's not finna have no easy run against Eminem, my nigga. Like, what the fuck is DMX gonna play when fucking uh, Renegade come on? Uh, he. I don't know if he, exactly. got, he ain't that's, got nothing for that Exactly one. That's not gonna be no easy smoke My nigga Like I don't give a fuck How black you are And oh I don't like Eminem I don't like Eminem You know I ain't no fan Like I said nigga Niggas who listen to Eminem Wear jean fucking uh, shorts With etnies And black socks And got uh, the monster logo On they white pickup truck Like nigga I, I look at that shit As some goofy shit but at the same time, nigga, like, I, I don't think DMX just finna walk walk over Eminem, my nigga. Do not let me judge a battle. That's fucked up. Will said that. Will, I mean, it's like this, man. I I, I talked to Will about this before, man. Um, You know, I smoked Will in a in battle, uh, 2-1. And, you know, I get it. You know, he, he's going to take pop shots in this battle stuff, you know. And, and I understand, you know. But I get it. But, you know, I, look, at the end of the day, look, Eminem do have colossal bangers. Yeah. And so do DMX. Yeah. Now, the only thing I was saying was the feel of the music. We already know. Exactly. Every, every, everybody know black, you know, uh, we, we, we would vibe or relate more to DMX music. True. And that's all I think it is. Like now, it's some songs, like you said, some songs they're not gonna be able to, like yeah, nigga, you, know M1. you and know, that's M1. and that's what I'm saying. That's the reason I'm saying it, it ain't gonna be that easy because nigga, the Marshall Mathers LP alone, 
Yeah. The Eight Mile soundtrack, just those two projects, he got songs that niggas felt. Yeah. Cause what was that? Uh, fuck. You gonna love me, bitch? Like it's some it's some shit. M got my nigga. Like let's not act like M ain't got songs. That that's, that's my shit. I was playing that shit the other day. That's what I'm saying, my nigga. Let's not act like M ain't got some shit in the tuck that niggas ain't good. Like oh shit, I forgot M dropped that one. Yeah, he got some, he got some shit that you can't deny. Man, it's Will, just, you already know, nigga. I don't have callers on too much game. You got to pull up to this motherfucker. If that's the case, nigga. <laughs> it's pull up activities on too much game, nigga. We don't do the phone shit. But yeah, nigga, it's like nigga Eminem. He he got smoke for anybody. Like I, I feel like it's a lot of good battles that could still happen. Like I want to. Well, I, I would say I want to see uh, Drake go against somebody. But Drake can only go against Jay Z. I feel like Drake could beat Jay Z, and he, that's what I'm saying. It ain't too many people. Drake or, or is a is a yeah. is, is a good. As much as niggas try to hate on Drake, Drake could probably literally beat anybody. I'm not even saying that he'll smoke uh, Jay Z. I'm not saying that it'll be a walk in the park for him. But what I am saying is, nigga, that that ain't gonna be no easy out, nigga. Drake ain't no easy out from nobody. But the thing about Jay Z, nigga, Jay Z got some some anthems. Drake versus Drake a smoke Ja Rule, Michael Young. He he demolished Ja Rule. It, that shit wouldn't even be close. No, nah, yeah, it, nah. Ja Rule had a run, but that music didn't age well. A, a lot of a lot of Ja Rule shit ain't ain't gonna hit like it hit when it came out. Unless he do some shit off any Vidi Vici, which will surprise a lot of niggas because he had some bangers on there, but he gonna get his ass whooped. Because I know he gonna try to play all that 106 and Park shit. And Drake gonna fuck his ass up. Drake gonna surprise him. But mm. yeah, man. Drake, yeah, Drake. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know who can beat Drake. I, I, like I said, I, the only competition would be Jay. There's nobody. Who, who else? What, I, somebody against Drake. Said, yeah, against Drake. Somebody said Lil Wayne. I'm like, nah, Lil Wayne get roasted too. Lil Wayne would literally have to pull out his mixtape catalog. Yeah, he do that. Oh, yeah. If he, he do that, if he do that, he have to go to the mixtape. That nigga might get Drake up out of here. Yeah, he 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 literally have to. That would be the only way that he could even fucking compete with Drake. No shit, and niggas wasn't even talking about the mixtapes. Yeah, nigga, that was nigga when when remember when I posted on Instagram him versus Nas. That's what I was talking about. But the thing about uh fucking Lil Wayne, a lot of niggas sleep on Lil Wayne catalog. Like the Carter series was the shit. So, nigga, I, I feel like Lil, Lil Wayne could get up against anybody. He said, Mark said Lil Wayne smoking everybody in a mixtape battle. Uh, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Only only nigga who, who, could, who can fuck with him would be 50. 50. Yeah, 50. Nobody him, else. G on the radio was a shit. But, like, nigga, uh, Lil Wayne, like, I remember nigga Lil Wayne was, like, one of the first motherfuckers that I heard really get cracking on mixtapes. A lot of niggas forgot about, remember the squad up mixtapes? Mm-hmm. Like nigga, them was some of the first like a nigga really getting on another nigga beating, really getting cracking like that. That was like the my introduction to a lot of that mixtape shit. But nigga, I'm so far off of what the fuck I was talking about and shit, my name. Like niggas really gonna be confused when they listen to this episode. Like nigga, what the f- the fuck was this episode about? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucking episode is entitled. Oh, this shit finna be way off. The little red hen. The Little Red Hen. Yeah. You okay. remember that book? 
I remember the name of the book. That was that was one of my my favorite books as a kid. Like you know, you you probably didn't hear me say a few times. Not I said the cat. Yes. I got I got that shit from that book. Like I say that shit all the time because I got it from that book. Basically, the the premise of this shit is I was having a conversation with you know the Queen Sharonda from the Q Chat podcast, and we was talking about friends supporting our endeavors. You know, like, you know, some you got close friends who you really fuck with that don't even listen to your show, don't even support your shit, don't buy your shit. They don't, you know, they they just not supportive. You know, they they not helping you to move forward. And, you know, that was the the first thing that came to my head. Like, damn, that remind me of that book, The Little Red Hen. Like the 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 thing about the the little red hen was like basically the story of the little red hen was the little red hen lived in a house with a cat, a dog, and a funky ass rat. And the fucking the hen did all the chores. The fucking cat was always laying on the couch. The dog was always laying on the porch. And the fucking funky ass rat was always laid out in the chair, just being lazy. The fucking the hen is cleaning up the dishes, cooking, just doing everything. And, you know, the, the the hen would always be like, oh, man, you know, help me do these dishes. Not I said the cat. Not I said the dog. Not I said the mouse. So the fucking, the, the hen is out in the field. You know, she out there cleaning up the yard. And she finds some grains of wheat, you know, so she plant the grains. And, you know, she's like, hey, could y'all help me plant this shit? And, of course, not I said the cat. Not I said this and blah, blah, blah. She's like, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. So the hen... You know, do everything that the motherfucker got to do. Grow the wheat, till the wheat, take the wheat to the mill, get the wheat ground in the flour, bring the shit to the crib. Hey, could y'all help me do this? Of course, these punk-ass niggas don't want to help. They lazy. Fuck-ass niggas. So, you know, eventually this motherfucker take the flour, bake a whole fucking cake in the whole process of baking the cake. Hey, man, y'all want to help me do this? You know, you do. Oh, not I, not I, not I. So now the cake is baked. All of a sudden, oh, I'll help you eat the cake. Ooh, let me get a piece of cake. And hen was like, all you bitch-ass niggas could eat a dick. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Ate the whole cake, nigga, to the last crumb right in front of him. Like, y'all niggas suck my dick. Fuck you, bitch. I made this motherfucking cake. I did all the work. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. After that motherfucker eat the cake, nigga, next day. Washing dishes, all of a sudden, here these motherfuckers come in the kitchen. Oh, nigga, let me get the dishes. Oh, let me get the broom. Let me let me sweep up. Now they want to help. After this motherfucker then did all this shit, you know, and I was just thinking, like, niggas love to, or like, I ain't going to say, like, niggas will wait for your ship to start moving before they get on. 
Mm. Like niggas don't never want to. Mm. Like niggas don't never want to help you build some shit. They don't never want to help you put the tires on the car, but they always want to ride. Like, you know, and it's just like that. That was one of my favorite books because that lesson resonated with me. Like that shit stuck with me. Like you, you got to stay on your motherfucking grind. Like whether niggas help you or not, nigga, you going to have to get your fucking grind on, you know, especially because, you know, like a, a lot of the people that's the, the closest to you. They want they don't want to help you create something great, but they want to reap the benefits when that great shit pops up. Mm-hmm. You know, because like she did all that fucking field work, found the grain, did all that shit to bake that fucking cake. Y'all didn't help her do none of that shit. But y'all motherfuckers wanted to eat some of that cake though. Like, nah, fuck <clears throat> that shit, my nigga. Like, and this this shit is especially with me as an entrepreneur. Me as a podcaster, me as a nigga who just a hardworking motherfucker that always got something going on. A lot of the shit I be having going on, a lot of niggas who I fuck with don't fuck with the movement. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell motherfuckers all the time, this is why I don't be answering my phone. Nigga, you don't listen to my podcast. You ain't got no Seven Saturdays uh, paraphernalia. Why the fuck would I be fucking with you? You don't fuck with me, obviously. Especially when it comes to this podcast shit because it's literally free to listen to this shit. You can't support a nigga on some free shit. And like I be telling niggas, you ain't even got to listen to the whole hour, dog. You can literally listen to the first minute. Just listen to the beat drop. And when by the time I say good good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckettes, the play counted. Hmm. You could have literally just told me I like how you did that intro and turned the bitch off. And considered that to be some support. But niggas won't even do that shit. But let's just say I got the top podcast in the nation and now I got millions of listeners and, you know, I'm on some Joe Rogan shit. They find out I got millions of dollars. All of a sudden, oh, man, I was listening to the, the, the Too Much Game podcast when he was in B Living Room. Like, nah, nigga. Nope. We not finna play that game. And that story is still happening. That story been happening since, uh, you know, Townhouse got here there's been arguments over stuff like that uh there's been episodes of stuff like that and you know you have to you have to judge people on how they on how how they show love or support to you mm-hmm. you know you tuning in to a show whether it's on facebook uh or on, on any any place where the podcast is streaming that's doing a lot that's doing a lot. That's good looking out. And it don't even have to play that long. I think it, it went up to, uh, it's like 30 seconds now. So they changed the game uh, so, uh, so much back. So like, I think it's 30 seconds or seven, eight seconds, somewhere between seven and 30 seconds. They have to listen to it. Turn it mm-hmm. off. Support, support done. Yeah, exactly. Even if you don't listen to the whole show, even if, you know, uh, you sell it, you selling shirts, dinners, like there hasn't been somebody that I know, like, uh, um, I went out. To, I went out to Vegas, right? Uh, I went out there. Damn, I forgot when that was. I went out there with my my brother, and um, or whenever it was, and, and uh, my cousin have a cousin that makes that a chef, and he makes stuff at home. So I told her I was like, "Yo, next time I come out there, you know, just on the strength, I'm gonna come, you know, support and buy shit." You know what I'm saying? And 
you know, timing was fucked up. I didn't get a chance. I still shot her bread. Like, you know, this is, I apologize. This is what it is. You know, I was going to come, but my timing got fucked up. And, you know, just on GP and support, and I've always been that, even with music. I see niggas grinding in front of the liquor store or uh, wherever, wherever they at, where I brought Nipsey uh, first mixtape from, the the, uh, the Slauson, was it Slauson Boy mixtape part one? I think that was the mm-hmm. first one. I brought, I brought that one because niggas, it was just support. I didn't know Nipsey was going to be Nipsey. Yeah, I just brought it to support. I got into it with a nigga on Instagram about that shit <clears throat> because he was like, "Oh, y'all only want to support niggas when they famous." I'm like, "Dog, how do you think niggas get famous? Mm. Like, you don't get, you don't get, you don't just become famous. Like, you don't just say, oh, 'Oh, I'm gonna start rapping and become famous.' Like, no, nigga, you start out as a little grinding motherfucker. Everybody who became successful." Her no just as many times as your punk ass is sitting here on Instagram complaining about niggas telling you no. Every motherfucker who has ever reached any level of success yeah. has close people to them that didn't support them, my nigga. The difference between him and you is he didn't stop. Like, you know, and that's the story of the little red hen. Like, the little red hen didn't say, oh, y'all niggas don't want to help, fuck it, I'm going to lay up too. Oh, y'all niggas don't want to help, fuck it, I'm going to kick it too. Nigga, them niggas probably would have got kicked out they spot. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in the story, they didn't say how they paid the rent and shit. But at the end of the day, nigga, the hen was working, my nigga. The hen was doing everything. Nigga, imagine how fucked up your shit would be if everybody decided not to do shit. And this is how I feel about any motherfucking thing. Like, nigga, if, if I based my endeavors on how many of my niggas supported me, I'd have stopped this shit after the pilot. Mm. Like... Nigga, I'd have, I'd have been quit doing motherfucking too much game. Like, nigga, you think all my friends listening to this motherfucker? No. It's motherfuckers I grew up with don't listen to this motherfucker. I got family members don't listen to this shit. I literally got family members who used to tell me I should get a podcast that don't listen to this shit. <laughs> hey, you should get a podcast. It'll be dope. I got one. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's that's dope. That's dope. Congratulations. I told you. Yeah. Exactly. Ain't heard not one fucking episode, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> The same niggas tell you you should do something won't support the shit that they told your ass to do. That's crazy. Yeah, nigga. But it's like, nigga, I, I don't give a fuck what motherfuckers around me got going on, my nigga. I'm like the little red hen, my nigga. I got to keep on fucking working. And eventually, when you start working, motherfuckers around you will either fall in line or fall the fuck back. You know, like, nigga, and I tell motherfuckers, just like how that motherfucking hen ate that cake in front of them niggas, sometimes that got to be the lesson that you teach these bitch-ass niggas. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, for sure. You don't want to help? Fuck it, my nigga. I'm going to get it without your ass, and I'm going to spend it without your ass. Now, next time you see me spending, all of a sudden, nigga, you, you want me to put you on. You want a job. You want me to help you. You want, oh, now you want to help me. Oh, now you want to carry some boxes. Nigga, at first when I told your ass, hey, man, look, all I need you to do is this. You like, nah, man, fuck that shit. You didn't want to do it when I was local. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm international, nigga, the same job I was trying to beg you to do, now you begging me to do the shit. You know, so it's like, nigga, I'm going to keep on motherfucking grinding until niggas fall in line. But if you don't fall in line, nigga, it, it, it ain't shit for you to fall the fuck out my face. And I tell niggas that shit all the time. My nigga, get the fuck out my face. Don't call my fucking phone. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, nigga, if you ain't heard too much game, leave me the fuck alone. If you ain't got seven Saturdays or you don't listen to Cat versus Dog, get the fuck out my face. But it's crazy that you can you can say that and 
people will say that you're bitter or whatever the case. And it's, it's just being real. Like there, I haven't had a family member or a friend that has something and I didn't support. Exactly. Whether I liked it or not. And, and nigga, that shit exactly right there. Like, I hate when niggas be like, man, that shit whack. I ain't, I ain't. Nigga, you know how many motherfucking mixtapes and shit I be posting on my fucking Instagram page that I think are terrible? Man, look. Like, I don't, nigga, I'm going to support you because you my nigga. Fuck how dope it is, my nigga. It'll get dope eventually, like, nigga, again. You know, I, I mention a homie a lot on this show. My nigga Geechee Gotti. Nigga, the, the first couple mixtapes I heard from him, I wasn't feeling them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he 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 still was, you know, learning his shit, you know, figuring out his flow and getting his shit together. You know, he had a couple cool songs, but like a, a lot of the, the, the first songs that I heard, I wasn't really feeling them. Now that nigga shit dope as fuck. You can tell by him being, you know, champion of the year, second year in a row, you know. Congratulations, Geechee Gotti, you know, my nigga. But like, nigga, you don't start out the dopest. A lot of these mixtapes of your homeboys that you don't want to share because it's whack. Like, my nigga, they, they starting out, my nigga. Like, let a nigga grow. Like, shit don't grow unless you water it, my nigga. Everything mm-hmm. don't start out as a tree, my nigga. Share the fucking seed, my nigga. It's not that fucking difficult. Like, like niggas going to unfollow you because you shared a whack mixtape, my nigga. Like, I, I really don't even get the thinking of these niggas who be like, oh, I'm not going to share that shit if it's whack. Yeah, that... I done ran into those type of people too, like uh that have the they take their uh social media pages too too serious. Like, oh I'm not posting that on my page. Like I'm like, yo, you know Nigga, you got eighty five followers. <laughs> you you really that motherfucker you you a curator now. But a motherfucker sit here and, and, and post uh niggas fighting in the club and shit that make us look bad as people. But you won't share the shit that you know to help me help me out. I mean, yeah, literally I mean, helping your friend, like yeah. helping somebody who you you claim to care about. Yeah, like nigga, all, all it takes is a little share, my nigga. Like I don't even be begging niggas to share my shit. Like I don't do the whole like DM a nigga like, hey man, share this shit. Hey no, man, put no. this on your pack. Like no. nigga, if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. If you don't, you don't, my nigga. Because like I tell motherfuckers all the time, I don't even market to my friends. I market to strangers, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Most of my biggest supporters are niggas I've literally never met. Like, nigga, the, the the podcast that, like, really be looking out for me, like, really always shout me out, the Miss Talks podcast, nigga. Walter and Angel LeRae. I ain't never met them niggas. Yeah. But they always looking out, my nigga. Like, them, them motherfuckers always show love, my nigga. I ain't never met them, like... A day in my life, but niggas is cool. Like a, a, a lot of podcasts who I talk to on a on a regular basis, I don't know them from shit, mm-hmm. and they supportive. Like you know, I'm I'm getting more in the the podcast community. Like it's a lot of other podcasters who I talk to who always stay looking out, stay shouting me out, and all that shit. Always showing love, super yeah, supportive. Nigga. Strangers, my nigga. Strangers don't know these niggas from shit, but it's a nigga now, who who I kick it with every motherfucking day who ain't heard of. Now you a see minute of my shit. Now you see when I say that I got more love from the podcast community uh, than I did, you know, the hip hop community. Like when I was doing music and shit, like nigga, it was cutthroat there, like. These niggas in the podcast community, like you ask them about something or whatever. Hey, what kind of camera you using or what kind of mic you got? Oh, this is this is this, 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 you know, 
And, you know, a lot of the shit that I have is from, or, or the shit that I've learned is from people from the podcast community. Yeah. That don't know me. Yeah, because, nigga, after I did that last episode in the Boom Boom Room, and I was like, nigga, I can't figure this mic shit out, my nigga. The, the nigga sent me a link to mics and mixers and all type saying. of shit. Like, hey, man, look, do this shit. Y'all should be clear. Use this software, this, 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 and this. And I'm like, good looking out, my nigga. Like, it, it ain't competitive like that it in ain't. the podcast space. And it's, it's room for everybody to eat. It's yeah. room for everybody. Like, we, and everybody can, you, you can actually move in this game and make dope ass partners in the future because I mean right now even though po- it seems like everybody doing podcasts it's still getting bigger yeah. we, ju- we just seen the deal Joe Rogan just cracked 100 million you know what I'm saying and he and he he been doing his shit for what 11 years I think he been doing podcasting for 11 years yeah well it was kind of like yeah. uh, internet radio whatever the case it was but he been doing before his- it was called a podcast yeah he been doing this shit for 11 years you know what I'm saying so it's just now it's you know first it was Joe Budden you know, it was Joe Rogan. Joe's cleaning up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden? Nah. He dirty <laughs> enough. He mud enough. He fucking up. Okay. Two for, two for three, man. Yeah, two exactly. But shit, nigga, like, nigga, I remember the, the, the first podcast I ever heard was a Tariq Nasheed podcast. And I remember, nigga, when, when I was thinking of doing this show, like, it was always like, damn, I really got to find a way not to sound like this nigga. Like, that was, like, one of my biggest things when it came to doing my show. Like, damn, I really don't want to sound like the Tariq Nasheed podcast. Because, like, I don't want to sound like a carbon copy. It's just like with Kobe and Michael Jordan. Like, I don't want niggas to listen to my show and be like, oh, this is it's like a fake Tariq Nasheed. Like, no, nah, nigga, he's a big influence of mine. But this ain't the, the fucking carbon copy clone show of that shit. This is my own fucking product. Right. But that was, that was what a podcast was to me at the time. Like that was what got me thinking, damn, I I, I want to do that shit. I mean, but that that's normal. Comedians have uh, people that influence them, rappers, everybody, yeah. you know? So it's nigga. I, I wanted this mic I have right now. This bitch was hiding the motherfucker. I didn't know. I'm pretty sure the mics I have can is is fine. Yeah. I wanted this motherfucker because the nigga I looked up to used this motherfucker, Colin Cowherd. I like, I like I like Colin Cowherd got this shit. I gotta get it. The herd is dope. You know what I'm saying? I used to listen to the herd a lot. That's that's my nigga, and and the way he breaks shit down and shit is just dope. And yeah, I, he a fucking asshole, but he do his yes, motherfucking he research. Yes, he is, and he a big Le- LeBron fan. Yeah. And shout out to that LeBron gang, gang gang, Michael Jordan number three after (laughs) LeBron and Kobe. Mm. Let's argue, but yeah, nigga, like nigga, I I, I use my influences, you know. And again, like in the podcast space, back to what we was talking about, a lot of motherfuckers show love because we all got our own audience. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like oh, if if I shout this nigga out, he's gonna take my audience. Nope. Cause like nigga, shout out to fucking Langston White, nigga Langston's world. That nigga wears sunglasses, got a beard, and give game. Yeah, but I don't feel like we got the same fucking show. I feel like you know that's that's the homie, nigga. He do his shit. It's like corporate too much game. Like I I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoy that nigga show. Yeah, he, he's pretty good. Like a, a a lot of niggas who I fuck with, like my nigga, what the fuck is clutch out there in Cleveland? He just started his podcast, the You Heard Me podcast. 
Like that's the homie Like that nigga been talking about doing a podcast for a smooth minute And every time I would talk to him like nigga when you gonna do your podcast my nigga When you gonna put that motherfucker out Like it's not competition to me my nigga Like I don't feel like niggas gonna steal fucking listening from me my nigga Mm. Like and that's that's the same energy I've been getting back Like no podcaster has been like nah I can't tell you dog like in other industries and shit, motherfuckers be wanting to hold on to the knowledge, but podcasting is kind of like, and I think the thing about it is the reason the podcast space is so dope is because a lot of us have built our audience on being authentic. Facts. Like, like being a rapper, it's it's kind of like it's all fake shit. Like it's all. Oh, I got a big chain. I got a fucking expensive car. I got, I'm a millionaire. Even though you live with your fucking mama, you rapping about having millions of dollars and fucking bad bitches all day. Like it's all about lies and uh, uh, image. Mm-hmm. In podcasting, it's about being vulnerable and being real and being fucking relatable. Yep. So when it comes to us talking to other podcasters, we can relate to their fucking struggles. Like I understand, my nigga, I'm I'm trying to find an audience like you trying to find an audience. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to figure out my voice like you trying to figure out your voice. Like, you know, shout out to the Q Chat podcast. <laughs> Like nigga, me and her, we talk all the fucking time. Like nigga, this this episode right here is you know pretty much from a conversation that me and her had the other night. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, it, you know the the podcast space is just such a cool fucking space. It's a lot of pod- Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on bring home all your cozy cold weather favorites at clearance prices Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Podcast who I talk to on the regular. Yeah, that that was the whole reason of me creating the pod and around because it is basically going around and getting putting podcasters together. Yeah. Us, them, we all come here and we be on this uh, uh, stream yard or whatever, Zoom in the future, whatever the case, and it's just showing love to each other, and that's all it is. Yeah. Sharing sharing thoughts, sharing, bouncing night, whatever, bouncing ideas, whatever. You know, yeah. and, and I never thought that this community would be like that. I When I first got in, I'm like, yo, this shit going to be tough. I know niggas is just, it's going to be the same as rapping. Yeah. Total opposite. Yeah, exactly. Because, nigga, I was sure, like, damn, niggas is in the same fucking space, but everybody is cool. Everybody fucking helping each other. Like, nigga, this shit is like a fucking cult, my nigga. Like, this shit is like fucking kindergarten or some shit. Like, damn, why the fuck is everybody so happy? Why is all these niggas so nice? Right. And and a lot lot of us is doing Mm -hmm. it right now with little to no money from it. 
You know what I'm saying? This everybody's it's all passion, and that's what make podcasting real. You all this shit is coming straight from the heart and to give game to people or help them see uh something in a, a different way, and it's all help. I mean, you know, your podcast I'm sure didn't help people. You know, uh, uh, Snap didn't help people. Uh, 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 cat versus dog. You know, uh, talk flirty. <clears throat> No rules, whether whether you've been helped with game, uh, laughing while you're sad, uh, some good information, everything, and that was the whole thing of Townhouse. That's why the logo is the fucking Rubik's Cube. You come up in this bitch, man, you twist, you turn, you're going to get all kind of shit up in here. Yeah, you gonna get, you, I wanted to have something for everybody when yeah. I started the town shit. No two shows are alike. None. Shits is all different. I'm on two of these motherfuckers, and I ain't even the same nigga on both of them. Right, right, and 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 I'll be a I'll be a different nigga on each show too. But that that's how you know much you're dedicated into podcasting. Like it's you a different person in different situations. You know you handle this situation different here than you would on Cat versus Dog, and it still work. Yeah, hell yeah, nigga. And that's the thing, like nigga, I I, I fuck with this shit, and you know, like back to. The context of the episode, my nigga, like, with the hint, my nigga, like, you fuck with those who fuck with you. I talk about this shit a lot, like, just outside of this episode. I've talked about it on multiple episodes. Like, Mm -hmm. nigga, gravitate toward those who support you, the motherfuckers who helping you. Like, a lot of times, people have a, a very bad habit of trying to force people to fuck with them. Whether that be trying to force a nigga to support you or force a nigga to help you or force a nigga to like you. Like, nigga, that shit never works, my nigga. You know, it's like they say, like, nigga, a relationship is like a fart. If you got to force it, it's probably shit. Like. Coldest shit I heard. I don't know. I don't know if 50 Cent said it. I mean, 50 Cent said it, but I don't know if he came up with it. He said, how long can you love somebody that don't love you back? Yeah, he was talking about his son. Right. And and that's what that's what everything. How How much can I fuck with you if you're not supporting me when it comes to this? Yeah. And, and and it's minimal. It, it don't cost nothing. You could just see and just hit shit. I don't give a fuck if you listen to it, watch it, and I just bow, keep going. Exactly, keep nigga. Cause I, I tell niggas that shit all the time. Nigga, sometimes I literally share your mixtape, won't even listen to it. Or, you know, I give your shit like a quick little listen and won't like if I don't enjoy it, I just don't enjoy it. But that's not gonna make me not share it, my nigga. Like that's not gonna make me not buy I bought a lot of mixtapes. I've bought a lot of niggas album that I didn't enjoy. But that's my nigga, though. Like, man, that's the homie, man. Like, I go to your YouTube video, like the YouTube video. Like, this song trash as fuck. But I'm going to go ahead and like it. I'm going to put some fire emojis in the comments. That's, and, that's all. This, and, and how long would that take? Ten seconds? Nigga, Depending no time how, flat, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. Like, niggas be trying to make, like, niggas act like support is some shit that they going to run out of. Like. Oh, if I if I like if I share this nigga shit, like my followers ain't gonna like me anymore. Yeah. Like, and a lot of them people ain't shit. Like, you ain't shit. Like, you not even respected. Yeah, like nigga, you you got two hundred followers, man. Would you you think these two hundred niggas give? They don't even like your selfies. Your selfie get nine likes, and you worried about a nigga looking at a mixtape that, that that's whack. But that's your fucking homie, my nigga. Like nigga, I done been in niggas rap videos, and I ain't even like the song. Turning up like a motherfucker. Like, nigga, this song weak, but shit, you know, in order to help this nigga video look dope, I'm going to do this bullshit. 
But it's like I'm just a supportive motherfucker because, you know, I feel like I so, I so support because I want to reap support, my nigga. But the thing about a lot of niggas, you know, with this whole not support, motherfuckers only want to help you as long as they see a benefit for themselves. Like at the time, they like all oh, this shit whack. This nigga career ain't go nowhere. So I'm not going to share it because he ain't going to be nothing no way. But that same nigga that wouldn't share your shit after you fuck around and go platinum. Now he bumping your shit. Now he in the car making videos. Oh, this is my homeboy. This my day one nigga. Like, nigga, you the same nigga that didn't want to share my shit when you said it was whack. Man. Now I cracked off and all of a sudden you in the car. Oh, nigga, this that new Dolomite right here. You hear this shit, man? This my homeboy from the sandbox. I ain't your fucking homeboy, nigga. Like, no, nah, nigga, don't fuck with me when, when it's beneficial to you. At least be true to yourself. Exactly, nigga. If my shit whack, let it be whack, my nigga. I'm the same whack-ass nigga that I was four years ago before I cracked off. So, nigga, keep that same motherfucking energy. Just like that show, my nigga. You picked your side. Once you chose to not fuck with me, stay not fucking with me, my nigga. It's no hard feelings. I don't I don't diss niggas because they don't fuck with my shit. Like, my family members and shit, my friends who I say don't fuck with this shit, I don't have mm-hmm. no hard feelings toward them niggas. Right. I'm not mad at them niggas. But at the same time, this shit crack off. Don't stay me. where the fuck you're at. Keep that same energy. Respectfully. Right. I still love you like family, but stay your ass over there, my nigga. There's no room on the bus for the niggas who didn't help put the fucking wheels on. There's no cake for niggas who didn't help stir the fucking batter and put the flour in or whatever the fuck you do to make cake. I don't know. I ain't never made a cake before. It's unbelievable. Go ahead. Yeah, some shit like that. You stir it up and all that shit. You didn't help do none of that shit. Stay your ass over there, my nigga. Don't try to eat no cake. Like, nigga, don't wait until the ship's sailing to try to get on it, my nigga. Don't wait till the car rolling to try to get in it, my nigga. You ever try to get into a moving car? <laughs> Hell no. I've tried to get out of a moving one. And that shit probably didn't work out neither, nigga. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, my nigga. Like, fuck that, nigga. If, if, and this is for the person who is getting on their shit. Like I was telling her, like, nigga, just keep a mental note of all those niggas who saw your post and didn't share it, who knew you had a podcast, didn't hear near episode. You know, like all them people who didn't support, just keep it in mind. You, It ain't got to be hard feelings. You ain't got to say fuck them. But, it, you know, when them niggas ask for something, just remember, oh, damn, it was so hard to support, but it ain't hard to ask for some shit, huh? Mm. Y'all see these, these, these bombs is slow, nigga. We still getting fucking, we getting used to this shit. Mm. But I'm telling you, my nigga, it's like, nigga, it's, it, niggas love to, to wait for the clout to start raining down, my nigga. But motherfuckers don't want to help you to achieve it. Niggas don't want to help you get to the mountaintop. But when you get there, they want you to help they ass get. Nah, nigga, fuck that shit. Stay where the fuck you at, my nigga. Like, you didn't help me get here. You not coming with me. Mm-hmm. And I leave it like that, nigga. I'm like that motherfucking hen, my nigga. Like, I'm going to get full off this cake. Y'all niggas didn't help. More cake for me. Right. Like, nigga, and it's no hard feelings. I ain't mad at you, my nigga. And I look out for those who looked out for me. That's the reason I shot out those other podcasts on my show. Because... Them motherfuckers was cool, like the Q Chat podcast, my nigga. Like I was on her show, we didn't know each other from shit. Yeah, she 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 super dope. Was it Queen? What, what? Sharonda. Sharonda. She she's she's dope, you know. And she you know she's 
just embrace. She embrace. She embrace. You know, she embrace. Like she embraces. So yeah, that that's that's what's up. Yeah, she she good people like a motherfucker. You know, I, again, I supported her. Nigga bought the shirt. Shirt was dope. I wore the shirt on my last episode. Mm. Like niggas, I, I I fuck with those who fuck with me, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, I fuck with people content. Like, her show was entertaining, too. Because, nigga, one of the first conversations we had, you know, she was saying, like, I want my show to be appealing to both women and men. Like, I don't want it to just be, like, because we're women, only women can enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, like, you got good content. I'm a man. I enjoyed the fucking show. Like, nigga, I heard her talking to other women, and it was still dope. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's the thing about podcasts, niggas, as long as you authentic, anybody can relate because motherfuckers can relate to you just being who you are, no matter who you are. Good, bad, right, wrong, or yeah. whatever the fuck. And she 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 got good content. It's not like a one thing that I that I dislike about uh podcasting is when people start making them like the first thing, like they whole show would just revolve around like just sex alone. You know yeah. what I mean? Like no creativity, nothing. And that's what kind of, that's what dilutes it. You know, you take a podcast like hers, man. And it, it's, you know, it's a, it's a breath of fresh air, man. It's, it, it's dope. Yeah. That shit is dope. Yeah. Hell yeah. And it ain't even just like the gas. Cause you know, some motherfuckers like, Oh, I'm just going to say your podcast. Dope. No, 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 no. Like, nah, nigga, like her shit really dope. Money. Cause yeah. like I told her, like I listened to your show. Like I was telling like, yeah, I like this part. I like what y'all was talking about. Homegirl was saying some wild, crazy shit, you know, because, like, I don't watch uh, Insecure. Mm-hmm. So I be feeling like, fuck it, now I really ain't got to watch the motherfucker because they be giving detailed breakdowns on everything. All right, for sure. Good looking out. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. when I was on their show, I was like, man, just don't ask me nothing about Insecure, especially nothing specific because I don't watch the shit. Yeah. It is what it is, but I just don't fuck with it. But, you know, no hard feelings on that shit. It is what it is. But, nigga, I, I fuck with motherfuckers who fuck with me. I fuck with supportive motherfuckers. I fuck with other podcasters because that shit is cool. But, you know, just putting a bow on everything, my nigga. Like, when, when you got motherfuckers around you that's not supportive, it's no hard feelings, but it's no soft feelings either. You know, like, you got to really be firm in your stance when it comes to you getting cracking and seeing the motherfuckers that didn't help you and not letting them leech off you. Because a lot of motherfuckers want to see you do well, but they don't want to see you do better than them. And that's a, another reason a lot of motherfuckers don't want to help you. They don't want to help push you forward because they feel like they pushing you in front of them. they rather you stay right the fuck next to them in the gutter with them. Like a lot of motherfuckers don't like to see a motherfucker start a business. A lot of motherfuckers, you, oh, man, you know, I just started this little whoop-de-whoop. I just got my LLC, a business, nigga. You might as well just stay working here, nigga. This is a cool job. Why you want to do that? Like, a lot of slaves don't want to see your ass leave the plantation. You know, so they going to tell you everything to keep your ass on the fucking plantation with them. You know, and with a lot of motherfuckers, as far as the people who want to get the shit after your shit boom off, my nigga, a lot of motherfuckers is opportunistic. You know, and you got to deal with them motherfuckers at your own discretion. Mm. You know, certain motherfuckers, like I tell people, like I got people who don't support and I still fuck with them. They still cool and shit. But just when it comes to this, when the success comes from this, I'm going to love you. But you ain't getting shit that came from this. You you ain't eating none of this shit. We can eat tacos from the kitchen that we made together. But this cake that I baked on my own. This my cake, dog. You you didn't help bake this cake, my nigga. You didn't share in their show. 
you didn't want to get on no episodes or nothing. Because I even got motherfuckers who I fuck with who I was like, man, come on the show. And niggas, you know, dicked around and bullshitted. You know, and that was another part that, that me and her had in that conversation. Like, a lot of her people didn't even want to get on her show. And she like, man, that's so fucking crazy how I could get strangers to just come do the show, be on time. You know, everything goes smooth. Right. But it's a motherfucker who I fuck with on the regular who I just can't catch up with. And that speaks volumes. Exactly, because I tell niggas all the time, I got niggas who when it's time to do some bullshit, phone pick up on the first ring. But when it's time to do something constructive, the motherfuckers don't answer. And I just keep a fucking mental note on everything, my nigga. But, you know, as far as everything, my nigga, just stay on your motherfucking grind. Don't focus on the, the, the motherfuckers that's on some bullshit. Focus on the motherfuckers that help. And grind until some of the motherfuckers that's on some bullshit change their tune. But even those motherfuckers who change their tune, my nigga, once that boat start rolling, don't let them get on. You know, because some motherfuckers see your, your wave building and they try to jump on and you got to stiff arm they motherfucking ass. Like, nah. Exactly, my nigga, because you, you can't let an opportunist fuck your shit up. Because, you know, some motherfuckers, it's a, it's a thin line between the opportunist and a leech. You know, some motherfuckers, they, they just, you know, they, they see something doing well and they just want to get on. But a leech, them motherfuckers will eat off you until you gone and then move on. Mm-hmm. And them the motherfuckers you got to watch out for. But then, then shit on you. Exactly, my nigga. Oh, man, that nigga feel the fuck off. Like, nigga, you was in the videos with me when I was cracking. What the fuck, you, you shitting on me now? You know, because a lot of motherfuckers didn't fuck with your ass in the first place. They just was waiting for your shit to crack off and then jumped on board. And again, you got to be able to identify these sorry ass motherfuckers. But um, I done already ran long, so I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. After goddamn mutton and some change, goddamn. We back, baby. Hell yeah. If you would like to support us financially, it is patreon.com slash townhouse media, town e house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts. Seriously, not another podcast. Friday nights, 9 p.m. Until further notice. Yeah. Yeah, we back on that shit. For all the, the, the listeners that been listening, yeah. Ser- seriously, mysteriously podcast. Yeah. It may be, it may be cursed. Maybe it may just be time to put that shit to sleep. But I don't know. Mysteriously, not another podcast. Mysteriously. Nigga. TBA. TBA. That, that one is TBA. The No Rules Podcast, Wednesday evenings, uh, 5 p.m., hump days and never be the same. Mm-hmm. Ill Will and Mark doing they motherfucking thing. Uh, Talk Flirty Tuesdays, the Talk Flirty Podcast with just Nikki. Uh, Tuesdays, nigga, we don't know what time Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Tuesdays, nigga, Tuesday. just check just it Tuesday. out. Yeah, just be there, nigga, it'll pop up eventually. Every Tuesday, just go there. Yeah, the Cat vs. Dog Podcast, 3 p.m., uh, Sundays mm-hmm. Live at 5 Houston time Myself and Chelsea Perry The motherfucking celebrity of Townhouse Media mm-hmm. And of course The Too Much Game Podcast Live at 5 If you're here Your ass already know 
I'll be here same bat time, same bat channel. Any closing words, B? Man, don't leave room for motherfucking error. God damn it. <laughs> words to live by, motherfucker. And um, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Um, follow me on social media at Young Dolomite, Y-U-N-G-D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E underscore on Instagram, no underscore on Twitter. Follow at the real Ben Ready on Instagram. Yep, on Twitter, same thing. Uh, YouTube, uh, Townhouse Media, like and subscribe. Yeah, just Google Townhouse Media and follow everything involved in that shit. Everything, yeah. And everything. I think we got it covered. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.